Thank you, Jason. Thank you guys so much for having us. This is uh, truly an honor to come out. My name is Matt. Um, I'm the church services coordinator at Teen Challenge in Brockton. How many of you know about Teen Challenge on any level? A few people? For those of you who thought we'd just be like a bunch of 15-year-olds up here, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but we are actually an 18-plus drug rehabilitation facility that is faith-based. Um, we're very unique. We're across the globe. It's actually 1,100 centers um, internationally, and we come from the headquarters of New England in Brockton. We have centers, one in Dorchester, and then throughout the other states in New England, um, and one in New Jersey. We have uh, one woman's home currently in Rhode Island, and two more under construction, one in New Jersey, one in Vermont. And um, what we do is we take biblical principles to help people through recovery, to help people with life control issues, primarily uh, drug and alcohol addiction. And um, it's a very arduous program. It's very challenging. It's, it's 15 months, like I said. It's not, it's not easy, but it does transform lives. And that's what we're here to do today is to, to testify to how the Lord's working in our lives, to sing some songs. We encourage you to sing along if you know them. Um, if not, I hope you enjoy it. We are not a professional choir, but we do do our best to, uh, to sing. And, uh, but the main thing is that we, just, we want you to see the light of Christ in us. And um, we came from some pretty bad places. I'm sure that a lot of you here either know someone or yourself have struggled, struggled with addiction on some level. And um, it, can, it can really, it can take away your identity. And um, we find our identity in Christ. And we're just, we're blessed to be here today. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce the first gentleman, Karen. Good morning, guys. How are you? This is a beautiful school, beautiful campus. I appreciate you allowing us to be here. Uh, my name is Curran. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I grew up in Framingham, Massachusetts in a really loving, uh, supporting family. I had everything going for me. Um, I had all the external things, the things that I wanted everyone to look at me and say, wow, that kid's cool. He has everything. I had the, the car, the money, the, the girl, the scholarship to college. I was in college at one point. I had everything going for me. I was on the sports team. And I had all the love and support in my family. I had just the support was is, it was amazing, and, but the thing is, like, with addiction, with, with, with addicts, we have, a, we have a void inside of our body, inside our soul, inside our spirit that we don't know how to fill. We try first to do external things. We try to do the money. We try to do all that stuff to feel good about ourselves, but unfortunately, that doesn't work. That actually just digs us a deeper hole inside ourselves, and that's the problem. Um, so that didn't work for me. By the time I was 19, um, I'm not going to go too much into my past. I don't have a lot of time to discuss that. I could go on for a long time, but, but by the time I was 19, I was addicted to, I'm going to be very specific, heroin, crack cocaine, powder cocaine, ecstasy, benzodiazepines, marijuana, alcohol, and over 12 psych meds at once. By the time I was 21, I had 13 documented overdoses where my mom would record what hospital, what drug, what happened to me, you know, on a piece of paper so she could keep track. She stopped because it kept happening over and over and over again. So by the time I was 22, I was on the street in Framingham, Massachusetts, with warrants out for my arrest, no money, no food stamps, no clothes. I was on probation anyway, so I, I had nothing going for me at all. I had no job. I was sleeping on the floor of a house, smoking crack with nobody around me but myself. That's where my addiction took me. So I stand before you today a little over 10 months clean. I'm in Teen Challenge now. Um, and one month in the program, I was saved. I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior. So I stand I 
I stand on a couple of scriptures, but uh, one of the main ones is Philippians 1.6. It says, therefore, I'm confident that he who begins a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And I believe that is true because once that work has begun, which is all of us in this place at this point, it won't stop. So that's all I've got to say. Thank you. Good morning, church. Uh, my name is Dave Smith. I am 33 years old and I'm from Camden, New Jersey. For the uh, better part of the last 12 years, I've been addicted to heroin and cocaine. Um, like my brother was saying, uh, addiction has no face. I didn't grow up in a broken home. My parents are still together to this day. Um, I was well provided for. Um, I never needed or wanted anything. Um, I was successful as a child. I mean, I grew up playing football, doing martial arts. I was a gymnast. Um, I had success early. And uh, for me, that was the problem. Um, I found my identity in those things, in the achievements, in the successes of, uh, of my youth. So uh, when I turned 18, I decided not to go to college. I decided that I was going to make money. Um, and I did so coaching gymnastics. I started my own company. Um, I coached gymnastics for college cheerleading programs for uh, 10 to 12 years. And uh, I, did a, I did really well for myself. But uh, along that road, the successes didn't really do the same thing. You know, the praise from other people. Um, and all those things that I accumulated, the cars, the houses, and all that, didn't really fulfill me anymore. So uh, at the age of 20, I started drinking. I didn't drink or do drugs until that point at all in my life. Um, at the age of 20, I started drinking um, and got into the club scene and all that stuff. And at 21, I found cocaine. I knew at that point that this was my life. That's what I was going to do. Um, Looking back on it, I know I was an addict from day one. Um, it's all I did. Um, it took me four, maybe five years to crash that company into the ground, destroy everything to the point where I had lost my house, lost the cars, um, lost the girlfriend, the fiance. I mean, everything was gone, and I had started stealing from my family. Um, at that point, um, things kind of spiraled really, really, really recklessly at that point. And, um, you know, I suffered my first overdose in 2013. At that point, my friends and family told me, you're either going to get help or we're writing you off. So in 2013, I came into Teen Challenge. Um, I was there for nine months. I came to know the Lord there. Um, but I treated it like the Bible was a self-help program. Um, I believed and I understood and I intellectually got it. But I never really surrendered my life. I still had these expectations and things that I wanted for my life. Um, and I wasn't willing to give them up. So nine months into the program, I took my will back and I left. Um, it didn't take very long for me to fall again. Um, matter of a few months, uh, maybe I think it was 10 or 11 months actually, uh, before I crashed again. And I decided still it wasn't me, it was where I lived, so I moved. I moved to Virginia. At that point, um, somehow, by the grace of God, I ended up getting a job with the county sheriff's department. So for the last few years, um, I've been a sheriff's deputy in Virginia, uh, working in a jail with 1,100 inmates under my care. Um, and a year and a half after uh, I got that job, my best friend passed away. Um, and when I lost him, my drinking at that point went back out of control. Um, the using started again. And about seven months ago now, I was in a car accident. Um, I was out of work, sitting at home with money and time. And for those things, those things for me are extremely dangerous. Um, I spiraled two-month run, lost everything. Um, somehow I hid it from the world. I wore, the, I wore two masks the whole time. You know, I had a badge on during the day. And at night, I was this whole other person. And um, 
those lines started to blur. The last day I was actually out, I overdosed twice in the same day. Um, and I had planned on continuing. And um, someone from my home church actually came to me and picked me up and um, reached out. They got me into a program the following day. And, um, you know, I, I reached out back to Teen Challenge again because I knew that's where I'd found myself the first time. Um, so at this point, I've decided that I need to let it all go. Let go of all my expectations for my own life and give it all, lay it all down to the Lord. And um, I've decided to find myself now in him and who he says I am. Um, he tells me that I'm a new creation, that I'm free, that I'm a beloved child of God. I'm no longer an addict. I'm not a mess. I'm not broken. And I believe those things today. So the mess that I went through is the reason that I stand on the scripture I do. So Romans 8, 18, for I consider the sufferings of this current time not worth comparing to the future glory that is in us. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, my name is Dylan. I am uh, from New Hampshire. Um, Revelations 12, chapter 12, verse 11 says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. And uh, I'm, I'm standing up here out of, out of obedience to that. You know, it's not, it's not always easy to, to give testimony and to testify, especially in front of a uh, you know, large number of people. Usually it's... Uh, it's a group of older people, you know, old, old cabbage heads, you know, some, some family <laughs> members. But it's a little bit more, uh, you know, it heightens a little bit, you know, with the, uh, the age getting closer to my age. But um, I'm 38. Um, I, like uh, Kieran and, and, and uh, my brother Dave, you know, I, I had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful childhood. I was raised in the church. My mother diligently deposited the word of God into my heart. Um, I was provided with every opportunity there was to succeed. I went to a private military school, uh, graduated with honors, national awards. Um, I could have done whatever it is that I wanted to do, but um, I made a decision um, to, to live the, the life that I wanted and the life that I chose. Um, without getting into too much detail, that, that, uh, that ended me up in a place when I was 25 years old. I was sitting uh, on the uh, Atlantic Ocean in Folly Beach, South Carolina, and I was... Uh, literally planning my own death. I, I didn't want to live anymore. I'd given up. I'd lost all hope whatsoever. And um, I, was, I was reaching out to my mom, you know, to say my goodbyes. And <laughs> thank God for the faithfulness of a mother, man, a mother's love. And she convinced me to come to Teen Challenge. And uh, I was 25, and I was like, what, Teen Challenge? Come on. And, but at that point, I didn't care. You know, I, I wasn't planning on living. And I was like, why not? And uh, I came to, to the Menatine Challenge, and, and, and the place, you know, literally changed my life. You know, I, I realized that, that the addictions that I was suffering from wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, you know, the, the alcohol and the drugs. That was just the surface issue, that the, the, the root issue to that was sin, and that the character that I had developed in my life and what the character I had chosen to follow, you know, it had holes in it, and it didn't give me the ability to, to free myself from that sin. And, uh, you know, the, the men at Teen Challenge, you know, they discipled me in a way that I dismantled my character and I reassembled it based upon the character of Christ. And, you know, at the age of 30, I, uh, I ended up leaving Teen Challenge and I had, had my pastor's blessing. You know, I, I, was, I was headed out to do good things, you know, find a wife, do all these wonderful things. And, and it was a small compromise after small compromise. And, and, and about six months ago, I, I found my myself in that same place I was when I was 25 years old. 
where I just, I didn't want to do it. I was, I, was, I was riddled with guilt and I was riddled with, with depression. And I reflected back upon my life and, and, and I realized that there were certain places where, 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 where that depression didn't have control of me. And, and one of them was this ministry. And so I called them up and, and they said, yeah, come on back. And uh, I've been back for about two months now. Um, and and the, the depression's gone. You know, those, those, those weights of the world are gone. And uh, I know that that's because I, I'm walking in the will of God. I, I didn't intentionally walk out of his will. But, but it, it, it happens, and it, and it happens without you noticing or realizing it. Um, so I'm in an abbreviated part of the program. It's called Restoration, where I do six months. And, 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 and I'm not sure where I'm going after this. I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm using this as a stepping stone into something else or if God has actually called me to the ministry to serve. But uh, I'm here now, and uh, I'm excited and, and hopeful for what the future brings. Thank you. You can clap. You can clap. It's good. How's everybody doing today? Yeah? Awesome. It's, uh, my name's Jason. I'm extremely grateful to be here. I don't know if you guys had in mind what drug addicts look like, what, um, you know, guys who shot heroin, smoked crack, you know, alcoholics like myself. Um, we probably thought that, you know, once you guys leave this building, there's going to be some angel wings that'll pop out of your backs, or you might be shining your halos in your dorm room or something, I don't know. <laughs> but honestly, um, you know, I learned one thing from, well, I learned a lot of things, but in the 41 years of my life, yes, 41, long years, the one thing that I got from uh, one of the pastors, he said this and it really hit me hard, he said, it's, uh, it's level ground at the foot of the cross. And that, you know, just resonates to me that, honestly, we're all equal no matter what. And I know in this room, it's a fact that, you know, either you've either deal, dealt with addiction or you know somebody has, you've had family members that have dealt with it as well. Uh, the epidemic is getting worse, obviously. And, um, you know, there's younger and younger, younger kids today that are getting into harder and harder drugs than just starting off like myself when I was in school. I didn't have much ambitions really so much. I had a lot of talents when I was a kid, but May 2nd, 1995, I was a senior in high school. That day, I auditioned for the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus Clown College. That's where I was going. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. So hold your applause, hold your applause. If I had some balls, I'd juggle them right now. But uh, in all honesty, in all honesty, I, I had a lot of gifts. I went to college. I played baseball in college. I was the only walk-on starter when I went to college. I went to Rhode Island College. I studied theater, and I was successful at theater. I remember I was the lead actor in uh, Streetcar Named Desire, and after I left rehearsal, I went home and did coke for the first time. Um, I struggled with the consistent cycle of trying to do things on my own. I had a single mother, I had no brothers or sisters. My grandfather left, my grandmother died when I was you know, 10, she was 55 of cirrhosis of the liver, which is from alcohol. It ate her life apart, literally. And the first time I met my biological father, I was working at a video store in Bristol and he came in and filled out a membership for renting videos that day. I looked at the name on the application, I saw the address, I knew exactly who it was. He had no idea who I was. That was the first time I met my father. I was about 22 years old. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of shame. I had a lot of regret. When I was in college, I, I knew I was never going to finish. I knew it. 
I knew I wasn't going to finish. Being a lead actor was good enough for me. I didn't need to finish. Only by the grace of God and by the miracles that he consistently does in my life now are only because I literally surrendered. After going through four different programs, eight different times trying to do it on my own, I had to hand everything over and literally die every day, pick up my cross, and carry it every day. Knowing that there's a God that can take care of my life as long as I repent for the things that I've done wrong and I give everything onto him. You know, I read a scripture, Ephesians 2.10. I stand by this all the time because the first time I read it, it opened everything up for me. And it really just answered a lot of questions. It said, for we are all God's handiwork, born in Christ Jesus, to, all, to do all of the good things that were set in advance for us to do. I honestly believe that everybody in this room, all of these guys up here, you may have thought we're, you know, we're the scum of the earth or we're just losers and scumbags never going to make it. I can say this, March 16th, I'm finishing this program. Right now, I'm actually the administrative coordinator for our end addiction campaign. I take a lot of these guys out to schools to spread the message in an artistic way, whether it's playing music, doing a monologue, spoken word, if it's painting a picture, if it's doing anything to describe what addiction was like for them and how it ripped their life apart. Restoration's possible with these guys in Teen Challenge. And I, I, I absolutely pray to God every single day that these guys stay, finish it, complete. For once, I'm going to actually be able to complete this. And I cannot wait for the day when my mom is sitting there and she's so proud of me. But I'm so proud of the things that I've been able to do because I've been giving my will and my life to a God who is going to control everything for me from here on out. So I thank you so much. This next song is called Redeemed. I don't really need to say too much more, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. Good morning. Uh, can we give another round of applause for these amazing guys? Wow. Wow. I'm Dr. Bell. I know a lot of you, and this is my amazing husband, Coach Bell. Um, we stand before you today uh, because of a, a series of miracles, and I am in awe of Teen Challenge. Uh, as a counselor and a professor, but more importantly, uh, as a mother of a son who lost his way in high school. And I have to tell you before I share my story, being your professor here is one of the greatest blessings in my life. So I thank you. The fact that Teen Challenge is here and I'm here as a professor is a series of miracles. I'm so grateful for ENC. I'm so grateful for God. The one thing I know for sure at this stage of my life, 54 years of life, the one thing I know for sure is God is real. The Holy Spirit is with us. We have a relationship with Jesus that is real and alive. And I've seen that through the heroes here today. They are saints. They are heroes that helped save our son's life. Our son Joshua, we have two sons, Zach and Joshua. Three years ago, a little over three years ago on January 15th, 2015, my son had the amazing courage to call us broken and told us he was lost. 
It was one of the greatest days of our life. And he was a child and our, our oldest son, children who had been so successful in so many things. But one of our proudest moments was when our sons can come to us and tell us they need help, they are lost, that they realized my youngest son at this point, he had lost his way in the drug culture so deeply that we almost lost him about three times. Our hearts were broken, but it was a battle since he was age 12. And at age um, 19, he came to us broken. And over the years, we'd reached out to him and did everything we could to get him help. And one day, outside of a grocery store, of all places, I see a pamphlet from Teen Challenge. And I spent time talking to the gentleman at that table. He told me about Teen Challenge, that it was a 15-month program, and I thought my son would never do that. But realized later that through the grace of God, anything's possible. And that day when he called us broken, and the courage it took for him to tell the truth about his life, tell himself the truth, tell God and tell us, changed our lives forever. He, my husband, we were in Michigan at the time, drove him 17 hours to Manchester, New Hampshire. He wanted to come home to where he was born in Boston, but knew he couldn't be too close to the subway or any place he could run. This is a voluntary program. Went to Manchester, New Hampshire, and I'm here to tell you that he learned, and he'd want me to tell you, that through his obedience to learning God's word through Teen Challenge and trying his best to live it out each day, that's what brought him freedom, not the rebellion that he thought brought him freedom early on. He truly believed when he was younger that the anxiety he felt as a teenager, the shyness, the insecurity, he truly believed that this lifestyle was cool. It, was, it would bring him relief. And what he'd want me to tell you is it brought him anything but that. It brought him pain. It brought him isolation. It brought him loneliness and loss, so much loss. He's lost so many friends to addiction. And what he'd want me to tell you is obedience to God's word has brought him freedom. It has brought him joy. It has brought him true relief, true um, joy that he can live out. And now he's, at, he's been sober three years. He's at Nyack College as a freshman at the age of 22, taking one day at a time, striving his best to live out God's word. And I just, I, I'm just so grateful for, to Teen Challenge because through God and through Teen Challenge, the discipline of this program, it saved his life. So I, I just, I'm so glad that you're able to hear this story of Teen Challenge today. Um, and I, I want to give time for my husband to share his story. Thanks, honey. Uh, just real quick, I think as a father, uh, Teen Challenge saved my son's life. He should be either dead or should be in prison. Um, so Teen Challenge is, uh, every time we get to be part of Teen Challenge, there's always tears, uh, tears of joy. Um, and I, I, I'm going to turn to the coach mode right now is, um, these are warriors. Um, these guys saved my son's life. Uh, how do you say thank you to that? 
uh, I say thanks to God every day for you. You might not know my son, but you are part of why he is where he is right now. Um, if you ever want to be inspired, go to Friday Night Chapel uh, Team Challenge. If you ever want to be at a place of unbelievable praise, go to a Team Challenge graduation. There's nothing like it, ever. Um, I would take that over winning a national championship because it is so God-inspired. It is so uh, such a place of healing. And again, uh, I would take every single one of these guys, nothing wrong with my guys, the, the power and the passion that they do in terms of serving God and what they do and how they do it. These guys are warriors. They're warriors when it comes to their own individual uh, track and what they're doing with their lives. They're warriors when it comes to they're out in the community. They do some incredibly hard stuff. Um, and this isn't easy, right? <laughs> I remember the first time Josh was two months into the program. We were not allowed to see him or talk to him for the first two months. The first time I saw him was singing in a front of a church, uh, Amazing Grace. I will never listen to Amazing Grace the same way because I believed it at that point. Uh, so uh, I want to give thanks to these guys and everything that they do. I encourage them, praise them, tell you thank you for everything, and I appreciate you, and, and God bless.